Welcome to another episode of All Things Mysterious, the podcast where the realms of true crime, the supernatural, and the unexplained converge. I'm your host, Matt. I'm Jordan. Let's dive right in. Today, we're exploring one of America's most enigmatic. Do you want to try that again? No. Okay. Today, we're exploring one of America's most haunted and eerie locations the Sally House. And you ever hear of the Sally House? Only what you've told me about it. And stick to the end because I got a special surprise for everybody. That's terrifying. I don't know what that is, but that's just terrifying. What are you dragging me to do? I feel like I'm in peril. You will see. Great. The Sally House nestled in the heart of Ashton, Kansas. This seemingly ordinary house holds within its walls stories that are anything but normal, making it a subject of intrigue and fear for those who dare to delve into its past. Hey, that's not me for the record. <laughs> it's about to be. <laughs> Great. Thanks. The Sally House's reputation precedes it, often cited as one of the most haunted places in the nation. From chilling apparitions to inexplicable phenomena. Phenomena. That's such a weird word. Phenomena. Sorry. Phenomena. <laughs> the house has been at the center of paranormal investigations and the source of nightmares for those who've crossed its threshold. Are you ready to go see it? No. Matter of fact, I am not. <laughs> okay, well, I'll keep going because I'll eventually... Make you want to go see this place. Oh, I'm sure that you'll drag me there eventually. Doesn't mean necessarily want to, but I'm sure that you'll drag me there. Sooner than Fantastic. Thanks. Super stoked. In today's episode, we'll uncover the layers of history and horror that envelop the Sally House. So let's start with a little background. Nestled in the small, picturesque town of Atchison, Kansas. First time anything in Kansas has been considered picturesque, but okay. That's true. I was born in Kansas, and it's really not picturesque at all. The Sally House stands as a testament to a history rich with mystery and speculation. At first glance, this quaint residence might seem like any other historic home in a Midwestern town. However, its walls tell a story far darker and more complex than one might imagine. Why is this screaming supernatural to me? It very much is. (laughs) Anyway. I'm glad you finally figured that out. Great. No, it's a it's true crime. That's why we're going to go visit the house. No, it's not. I feel like it's definitely not. It's screaming paranormal to me with the look on your face. No. Uh, no, the look on your face screams paranormal. Wow. I love Supernatural, the show. And yes, I like learning about paranormal. But I, me, hello, I am Jordan. I am a wimp. So you better get over that because... The people have spoken. Yeah, I know. Y'all will enjoy my screams of terror. I'm going to die because of all of you. Thanks. Constructed in the late 19th century, the house initially served as a residence for doctors and their families. This home with its unassuming exterior harbored a dual purpose. Part family dwelling, part doctor's office. That says a lot to me just already because doctors, patients, Screams death, in my opinion. But, you know. Especially in a small town. Exactly. No. 
guaranteed multiple people died in that house. Oh, yeah. Probably not gracefully. And there might be a little something else in that house. Excellent. Cool. Love it. A demon. Just one. Cool. We're going to go meet. We're going to go meet Sally. I'd rather not, personally. It's within this setting that the tale of Sally begins, a narrative that has captured the imagination and curiosity of paranormal enthusiasts and skeptics alike. Legend has it that Sally, a young girl, was brought to the house for an emergency appendectomy. Appendectomy. There you go. I don't know why I said that. Tragically, the surgery went horribly wrong. It's said that Sally died in agonizing pain on the operating table, which was set up in what is now known as the living room. Her spirit, as many believe, has never left the house, manifesting her presence in a variety of unsettling ways. To be fair, if at least nowadays, if I went in for a routine appendectomy and I died, I would be furious. That's just one, one possibility. There's also the other that Sally's actually a demon. Because if you know a lot about paranormal stuff, usually children, for some reason, always turn out to be demons. So you have said. Not me. I don't necessarily like... Literally, that's what you said in my Waverly Hills episode. That's what they assume. Huh? To be fair, children are demons in real life, so... You would know. Yeah, I would. You would know. Over the years, the Sally House has seen a possession of occupants, each adding a layer to its storied past. Families and renters have come and gone, with many reporting experiences that range from the mildly unnerving to the downright terrifying. Accounts of objects moving on their own, strange noises, and ghostly apparitions have been common themes, with Sally's spirit often cited as the source of this paranormal activity. But the narrative of the Sally House extends beyond its namesake. Other spirits, perhaps drawn by the house's energy or trapped by their own unfinished business, are believed to roam its halls or its rooms and hallways. Each owner and resident has contributed to the tapestry of, of tales that envelope the house, making it a focal point for those seeking to understand the boundaries between our world and the next. I'll say it again. No, thank you. No, thanks. Eh, this might be the first place that we go investigate. Of course it is. You got a freaking demon and that's where you want to go. Yeah. What? What if we take that thing home? I don't want it. You can always do it with a roommate. No. No, I cannot. <laughs> Granted, I think Remy would probably manage to kill it. Remy's my cat, by the way. I think he might actually be a demon sometimes. I worry. Or- He's an orange cat, for the record. And Honestly, they probably cats. are already best friends. That cat's got murder in his eyes. He's terrifying. Actually, sometimes now that I think about it, if I can live with that cat, I'd probably be okay with the demon. He's terrifying. He cornered me in the kitchen once for 30 minutes. Cornered me. My own cat. In the kitchen. Cornered getting beat up by cats now. Listen. He was going to attack my face. I have a pretty face. I didn't want it. I didn't want it to be attacked. Okay? I didn't want to die. And then he calmed down and he was like, cool, my crazy murder switch is flipped and I'm done. And I was like, great, thank you. I'm going to go back to my daily life. I don't know how we went from demons to Jordan getting beat up by a cat, but that's where we went. Because we were talking about demons and I said, I didn't want to bring one home. And then I was like, actually, wait, my cat would probably kill it. Or they'd become best friends. Actually, probably more like what would really happen. (laughs) They would probably become best friends and then kill me. 
All right, anyway. Anyways, as we venture further into the mystery of the Sally House, let's turn our focus to the heart of its haunting reputation. The numerous reports of paranormal activity that have both fascinated and terrified those who dared to cross its threshold, like Jordan. These experiences shared by residents and visitors alike paint a vivid picture of a home seemingly alive with energies beyond our understanding. One of the one of the most frequently reported sightings is that of the young girl named Sally, or at least believed to be Sally. Presumed to be. Presumed, presumably. It's a weird word. You just can't say it. That's why it's a weird word. To be fair, and if I wasn't recorded, I could say all these words perfectly fine. You really can. You can speak just fine until we hit the record button, and then somehow you can't speak. I don't know what it is, but it sucks. Witnesses describe her as a benign presence, often seen playing or simply watching the living occupants of the house. But not all interactions with the unseen are quite so harmless. Considering that people have thought she's a demon, I would assume so. Many have reported unexplained injuries, scratches that appear out of nowhere, burns with no discernible source, and physical marks that seem to manifest as a direct challenge to skeptics and believers alike. Hold up. You want to go here? I do. Matthew! (laughs) What the fuck? I want to see if it's true. You can go in, then. Though you're going in, too. You're going to talk to Sally. I do not want to talk to Sally. Sally wants to talk to you. Sally probably does not want to talk to me. I'm sure Sally does not want to talk to me. I am positive, as a matter of fact, that Sally does not want to talk to me. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. No, it is not going to be so much fun. It might be so much fun for you, but I do not think it will be fun for me. I think it'll be fun for everybody watching. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody else will have a grand time, and I think I'm going to sit there panicking. I have a heart attack, and all you guys can hear is my screams and my heartbeat on the camera. I didn't post just sounds of heartbeat. You guys can see on the freaking, what is it? The captions, just heartbeat sounds, rapid heartbeat sounds. I'll scream. I'll put on the side, just put a heart monitor on you and just have that visible throughout the whole upstate. We should have me have a heart monitor on when I go in there. It'll just start at a thousand beats a minute. Jordan, are you alive? I'm not. Jordan, how are you making this thing go? It's not even attached to you yet. It can feel me. Lots of uh, fun. Who else is looking forward to that? Because I know I am. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Swear to God. Among the well-documented incidents, one stands out for its sheer intensity and physical evidence. A visitor deeply skeptical of the house's haunted reputation taunted the spirits to prove their existence. The result was startling. Within moments, he found himself covered in deep, inexplicable scratches, a physical manifestation of the unseen forces play- at play within the walls. Great. So that's what you're going to do. You're going to yeah, an- really antagonize Sally. And somehow <laughs> she's going to end up coming after me because that's how things freaking work, Matthew. I'm going to taunt the ghost and then I'm going to stand behind you. Yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. Okay. Hopefully I'm nice and Sally knows that I'm nice. Have a golden heart. Not like you. You don't have one. It's a black hole. That's not true. It's only partially true. But you don't have one or this is a black hole? Both. It's... Gray. I don't believe that for a second, but all right. Objects moving on their own accord is another hallmark of the Sally House's paranormal activity. 
Furniture shifts without warning. Toys belonging to no one are found arranged in patterns. And household items disappear only to reappear in impossible locations. These events often occur with witnesses present, challenge logical explanations, and leave many questioning the nature of reality itself. Great. That's amazing. Doesn't this, as I go on, doesn't it just make you want to go visit the Sally no. House? No, it does not. Perhaps one of the most chilling aspects of the Sally House's paranormal phenomena is the appearance of mysterious figures. Beyond the sight of the young girl's shadows and shapes, human in form but lacking substance, have been observed. These figures seen in the periphery per- or directly vanish when approached, leaving a lingering sense of unease and many unanswered questions. I'll never be able to trust my sense of unease because I'm going to feel it literally everywhere that we go. I just wanted to know that because we we could step into a free and McDonald's and I'll be like, I feel a sense of unease here. All I got to do is tell you that it's haunted and you would be immediately at unease. Correct. Immediate sense of unease. I feel that with when I go anywhere with you because I feel like you're going to just be like, surprise. Yeah, correct. I know. I'm just, yeah, you're going to throw me wherever it's haunted. I'm aware. Speaking of that, next weekend, you want to go to Atchison, Kansas? Nope. Don't worry, guys. We'll be going soon. Hey. That's one thing I was going to look at before I came today. How far away it is? Great. I know it's not super far. Oh, look at that. Less than four hours away. Great. 196 miles. Oh, it's just north of Kansas City. I can make that in two. (laughs) Fuck if I'm riding with you, Jesus. The accumulation of these accounts forms a tapestry of terror and intrigue, making the Sally House a beacon for those seeking to explore the unknown, like Jordan. Each story, each incident adds to the enigma, challenging our understanding of the world beyond the veil. Oh, I can't wait. I can. The lore of the Sally House has not only captivated those who have crossed its threshold, but also drawn the attention of paranormal experts, investigators, and psychic mediums from across the globe. Seeking to peel back the layers of mystery that shroud this historic home, these experts have employed a range of techniques and technologies to uncover the truth behind the reported hauntings. Armed with the arsenal of tools designed to detect the unseen, investigators have conducted numerous sessions within Sally within the Sally House walls. Notable ghost hunters have spent nights in the darkest corners of the house using everything from infrared cameras to electromagnetic field detectors in their quest for evidence. And have they found evidence? Actually, there's been quite a bit of evidence from South House. I expected <laughs> there to be plenty. So great. Good. Amazing. Yeah. And so part of the reason that there's thought to be a demon there. Matthew. Apparently there's a pentagram. Matthew. Spray painted into the basement floor. Great. And this is where you want to take me. Yeah, and it's said that one of the one of the past renters were cultists and devil worshippers, mm-hmm. and may have possibly brought a demon or two into the house. Awesome, so cool. <laughs> and Matt's cool. Let's go explore it. No, no. One of the most compelling pieces of evidence collected during these investigations are the EVP, or electronic voice phenomena. Recordings. These audio clips captured on devices specifically tuned to pick up sounds beyond the range of human hearing have yielded voices, whispers, and even direct responses to questions posed by the investigators. Some recordings appear to be the voice of a young girl 
further fuel in the belief that Sally's spirit remains active within the home. Awesome. I love that so much. And basically all this section is just telling Jordan what equipment we're going to be using while we're there. The equipment to torture me with. Excellent. Love it. Other intriguing findings include sudden unexplained drops in temperature, a common indicator of paranormal activity, according to experts. Additionally, photographs taken in the house often reveals anomalies, orbs of light with no discernible source, mysterious shadows, and figures that appear upon development but not visible to the naked eye. Now, I will say, and I'm going to go on record on this saying, orbs, I do not believe is a valid form of evidence. It could be so many little things. It could be just dust. It could be a bug. It could be so many things. Yeah. I just, orbs just never really work. Yes, it could be an orb, but it also could be so many things. With that being said, I I wish I still had the picture. When I was younger, me and my best friend and a few other friends went to, well, we went to Spooklight and then we went to this place nearby called Hoffman's Mansion. I've heard of it. Can't remember if I, I thought I did an episode on that one or I was going to. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, and we took a picture. Actually, I took a picture of him and there was like a, it it looked like the orb right over his eye or right on, it was right above his eye. But once you zoomed into it, you could actually see a face standing basically right behind him. Oh, terrifying. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah, hold up, see if he still has the picture. But yeah, it was like you could just clear face. Oh, and this is what I'm getting my stupid self into. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. I'm excited. I really am. A little bit for the ghost hunting, more so just to see your reaction. Great. My favorite. He loves to freak me out. It's his favorite thing. So let's talk about skeptics now. For every piece of evidence suggesting. The presence of the paranormal, there are skeptical voices offering alternative explanations. Critics argue that many of the phenomena can be attributed to natural causes, drafty rooms accounting for cold spots, the house's old wiring influencing EMF detectors, and psychological factors playing a significant role in how experiences are interpreted. True, because I'm sure people are going in expecting there to be a haunting, et cetera, et cetera. And I will say, we talked about this before. I do think that a lot of what comes out of there are probably is people wanting to experience stuff, but I don't think that's everything because a lot of these things that, you know, especially when you talk about actual ghost hunting shows who record it. Now there's obviously some ghost hunting shows that aren't exactly integrity based. I would agree with that. But for everyone that's not, there's probably about five of them that actually are and are actually doing legitimate stuff. And there's this, especially the Sally House, I've seen, oh man, I've seen probably about 10 different ghost hunting shows based out of the Sally House. A lot of smaller YouTube channels and stuff too have done it. And there's just too much evidence to just say that there's nothing there. But we will find out soon. Lovely. I'm so thrilled. Can you hear the excited tone in my voice? I can hear it. I'm so ready to have a heart attack. Because I will. It'll be a heart attack or a panic attack or both. It'll be worth it. No, it won't. Think of the views, Jordan. Think of the views. Can't wait to have everybody tell me how hilarious it was watching me die on camera. After we post the first one, that you're going to get a lot of calls. Oh, I'm going to get so many calls. 
Oh, Jordan, that was so funny. Ha, yes, I'm sure that it was. So funny. Ha ha. Oh, it'll be hilarious. One day you'll- For the fans. One day you'll look back on it and you'll be like, I'm glad we did this. If I live. Sometimes you got to take risks. Great. Don't worry, I'll save you because we got to make sure to keep going. I don't trust you to save me at all. I would have to stop laughing first and then I would. I don't trust you to save you one bit. I just want you to know that. To be fair, you die, the YouTube channel dies, and the podcast dies. So I got to keep you alive for that. I have to think about that in the future. (laughs) Now, if I ever could find a replacement host, then that would be a different story. Screw off. I'm just kidding. I I wouldn't replace you. Uh Uh-huh. Auditions will be next week. I'll kill him first. (laughs) He's planning on killing me anyway. On next week's episode of All Things Mysterious, Who Killed Matt? Spoiler. On next week's episode of All Things Mysterious, can Jordan figure out how to edit the podcast by herself and edit it and put it on the friggin' platform and everything else? The answer is no. One of these days we're just gonna we're gonna make a video or a podcast of you trying to set up the equipment and that's gonna be our first upload on YouTube is just you trying to set up the equipment. Yeah, it'll be bad. It'll be really bad. Be a 30-minute video of Jordan. Where does this go? What does it do? Why is it sparking? (laughs) (laughs) We can't do that. I'll break the equipment. (laughs) I got to tell you one thing. Rode microphones, top-notch. They've been in my possession, (laughs) and they still work, you guys. We've had these for, what, four weeks now? At least, if not, no longer than that. Yeah, because it was before Christmas. Yeah. And they've been in Jordan's care pretty much from day one. Actually, exactly from day, because I got them, yeah. and I brought them to work, and I gave them to you. And uh, they've been in my possession. And they're still alive. They're still working. Still working. Look. Yeah. I need to get a hold of road microphone, Tom. We really do. <laughs> need we really need this. to be like, you guys put out some top-notch, <laughs> top-quality stuff. Top-quality, okay. I'm going to send an email to <laughs> You got to understand. Jordan can literally break any piece of technology. But somehow your microphones are still holding up. I don't know what you do, but bravo. Maybe work with the phone manufacturer so Jordan quits breaking her phone. This phone has held up wonderfully, thank you. I don't even, I can't even think of how many phones you went through since I've been, since we worked together. Just the one. Technically, you did break the iPhone too that you got from work. I didn't break it. Jack I just had, didn't know how to use it. Jack had to get rid of it after he got it from back from you. No, he did not. He did too. He had to get no. He did not. I sir. How did he, he did not? He said uh, there was something wrong with. He couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. It literally, you'd put a SIM card in there, and it I wouldn't read anything in it. I. He just said it won't activate anymore, and it won't take phone calls. He reset it and went through it. Probably. I'm not even... Oh, my God. Because he, he was trying to give it to someone else. And he gave it to him, or he was getting ready to give it to him, but he couldn't actually get it to make a phone call. That's so weird. I didn't do anything. That doesn't make... An, I don't, oh, my God. To be fair, he didn't blame you, but I'm like... I touched it, so yeah. it was me. It was 100% me. Is, is, that the micro, is that the phone that Jordan was using? Yeah. Yeah. Jack, it's- just throw it away. There's no fixing that thing now. 
I barely even used that thing. Anyway, so that's two phones that I know that you broke. Anyway, all right, continue <laughs> on about the Sally house. Enough about me breaking everything I touch. Oh, I forgot where I was at. I don't know. Uh, the story of the Sally house has been a subject of fascination for many TV shows dedicated to uncovering the truth behind paranormal activities. Programs like A Haunting, Ghost Adventures, and Paranormal Witness have all featured the house, each bringing their own unique perspective and inv investigative techniques to bear on its mysteries. Through these shows, viewers are invited into the heart of the haunting, experiencing the trailing atmosphere and unexplained occurrences that have made the house infinite. And I will say one of my all-time favorites of the Sally House. Have you ever watched a BuzzFeed Unsolved? No, I don't uh, Shane, think so. Shane and Ryan? No. Oh, you need to watch it. I do watch, I've, I think I've seen, I know I've seen several different episodes of Paranormal Witness. Yeah. I've I seen, don't think I've seen the Sally House episode of it, but I've seen several episodes of yes, the yeah. show. I can't remember seeing Ghost Adventures on, but they, they did I've that. Seen several episodes of Ghost Adventures. I'm not their biggest fan. Yeah. I don't like how they antagonize everything, but I've seen their stuff. There's too many Ghost Adventures and what was the other one? I like Ghost Hunters. Yeah, Ghost Hunters. I love Ghost Hunters. With the Roto-Rooter guys. Listen, I really, you're going to laugh at me. I love Ghost Hunters because Dave Tango is like my favorite person. Because he has the coolest name in the history of names. Yeah. His I, name is Dave Tango. That's I, the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. Honestly, Ghost Hunters was probably the first show, like Ghost Hunting show that I really got into. But you remember like in the beginning seasons when they really leaned into the fact that they, yeah, they did. worked for Roto-Rooter before. But at the same time, is that not what we're doing right now? I get it. I get it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but we don't have a cool van like they did. Yeah. We could try to get a really, we couldn't get a cool van. We're broke. Yeah. It would be a really creepy van. Not only that, but vans are really cool. <laughs> They're not. It would be a creepy, super creepy van. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how they, like... There were a lot of them. Yeah, I guess from back in their time, you know, when they first started, their fan really wasn't ever creepy. No. But, it was new enough. But, I mean, if you saw that same van today, it would be creepy. Well, yeah, because now we're aware that vans are creepy. Back then, vans weren't that creepy. But back I, then, vans weren't that creepy. I think they were always creepy. I just think we didn't really think about it as much. I don't know. I guess it depends, like... If there's a van somewhere around me, but it looks like it's like a van for, I don't know, a plumbing company or Hi. something along those lines. If it looks new and it looks well-kept and it has a logo on it of some sort, I don't know, a lawn care company or something along those lines, it doesn't freak me out so much so long as it's not parked somewhere that I have to be immediately by. I have to park next to that though no i'm gonna go find another place i don't see, care if i have to walk across a football field shapes no no see i am i'm like almost a complete opposite because if it has a logo on it i am more suspicious of it no mostly because of tv shows how whenever they're like doing stakeouts and stuff they have a van with a landscape and logo on it or something that makes sense i'm more skeptical of the vans that are like beaten down and look like hell because I'm like, no, that's a murder van. To be fair, honestly, anytime there's a van, I lock my doors. Yeah, I'm still skeptical of the van. I'm just more skeptical of the creepy, banged up murder vans. 
Just depends. And it depends on if I have to park on which side of the van. Do I have to park on the side of the van with the sliding doors? Or do I have to park on the side of the van that's the driver's side door? If it's just the driver's side door and I'm going to be on the other side of it, because I don't usually have anybody in my car with me, it's just me, I have to park on the other side. That's less, less creepy. I'm literally going to cut this whole 20 minutes that we just had a conversation on the vans. That's entirely fair. Although it would be interesting. We should keep it just for that's ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm gonna not cut it, but I'm gonna say that I cut it. <laughs> I looked at that five minute call, and then like, there's 20 more minutes of it. You know what? It's a good conversation. Okay, <laughs> some vans are creepy murder vans. I don't care what y'all say. Jordan 2020. It's the truth. <laughs> the lore of the Sally House extends beyond television to find a place in movies and books, where the blend of history and horror provides fertile ground for storytelling. Filmmakers and authors have drawn inspiration from its legend, weaving tales that blur the lines between fact and fi- fiction. A lot, of, a lot of books and movies are used as basis, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm sure that they exaggerate things a little bit. It's what they all do. Oh, yeah. Honestly, they got to make it more, in- I won't say more interesting, but more, almost more unbelievable. They dramatize it, yeah. if you will. Yeah, like Amityville, for instance. I think that's one that they could have probably stuck with mostly the facts and it still would have been a good movie, but... But they still had to make it just a little further. Yeah, that's one reason I like the Amityville horror as it's basically standalone where it's just a movie. I really like it. But then when you learn it's based on real life and you learn that they took a lot of creative liberties with it, yeah, I'm not too fond of it. And then you think about The Watcher House, too. Think about... The Watcher House versus the true story versus the Netflix documentary. Or not the documentary, but the actual series that they did on it and how much they dramatized it. Oh, yeah. But I will say that the Watcher series is it's very so good. good. Like, it's very good, but if you they have, put a lot of oh, extra yeah. into it. Oh, definitely. But yeah, if you have not seen it, watch it. Uh, very good. Almost as good as my episode on The Watcher. Almost. Almost. Not quite. They did have a little bit bigger budget than I did. Jordan said I can't hire any professional actors or anything. I don't know. I mean, know why. I said you could if you had the budget. You just didn't have the budget. I know. You were supposed to provide the budget. I didn't have the budget either. <laughs> <laughs> the Sally House's journey from a local haunted house to a fixture in popular culture underscores the universe appeal of ghost stories and the paranormal. It serves as a reminder of our enduring fascination with the unknown and the ways in which these stories can connect us, inspire us, and perhaps scare us. Yep. In Jordan's case, that's mm-hmm. a definitely yes. That is a hundred million percent yes. Mm-hmm. As the Sally House continues to intrigue and terrify, its legend lives on, an immortal tale of the unexplained. And you want to go? Yes. That's what the big reveal is, that I have decided Sally House is going to be the first episode we record. Oh, this one? Yep. It's close enough, sure, but we couldn't we there's gotta be a place closer than that. We may record a couple smaller ones around here, but the first episode we're gonna release is the Sally. Oh. And 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 I have ordered the equipment that we need. I'm so scared. It'll be here in two weeks. All right. We will we're gonna make time. Probably in when it gets starts to get warmer. All right. So we're going to, my plan is. But I'd do it. I didn't say I'd like it, but I did say I would do it. My plan is to sometime around 
probably probably around spring break because I will be on vacation. That tracks. And then on your days off, I think we're going to take a trip up to Ashton, Kansas. Oh, okay, Peralta. Down. No doubt, 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 no doubt. So make sure to stay tuned and make sure to subscribe, especially to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel because we will start uploading videos very soon on there. Yeah, stay tuned for me to apparently have a heart attack. Yay. Thank you for joining us on this journey through all things mysterious. If you've enjoyed uncovering these mysteries with us, please show your support by liking, subscribing, and following us on your favorite listening platform. For more content and ways to stay connected, don't forget to check out our links in the description below. As always, we keep you guessing. <laughs>